August 15th, 2019, Wrestle Party Podcast is back. What's up, mother lovers? Throw it up, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Just too sweet. Too sweet, me baby. The OC. Jordan, what's good, man? What's up, man? Uh, Ready to talk some wrestling? Oh, dude, I'm stoked, man. We had a phenomenal, no point intended, uh, weekend this week in wrestling. Oh, man. And then some pretty decent Raw and SmackDown shows, too. I'm ready to get into it, man. Yowie wowie. <laughs> oh, save it right there. The most over talked about wrestler right now for the week, Mr. Bray Wyatt. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll be talking a lot about Bray on this episode for sure. Definitely. Um, how's everyone's Thursday going? How's the week been? Ark, any stories, man? Uh, I mean, I've been battling a cold, like I told. <laughs> but, uh, not falling fall in, fall in my car and shit. Uh, but, uh, Everything's uh, everything's good over here. I mean, it's been crappy weather. Uh, I'm just chilling with my pup right now, watching uh, Kurt Angle and Brock in the Iron Man match. Uh, it is so crazy yeah. to me how jacked Brock is at this point in time in his life. He's like 25 years old here and looks like an absolute monster. Yeah, all just, natural, all natural too, baby. Like just like a just like he looks like he just is his the picograms are gonna pop out of his veins. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's insane, bro. But, uh, that's back when uh, that's back when uh, Brock used to work out legs. Now he doesn't even touch them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it's going. You're going good, man. I've watched. I watched. I probably watched SummerSlams last two matches like 20 times this week. So uh, I'm pretty pumped. You talk about uh, Fiend and uh, Finn and Seth and Brock. Yeah, yeah I've, I've watched that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. But uh, yeah. let's get into SummerSlam. What'd you guys think about the show, man? I thought it was a pretty good show. I gave it an 8.5. I thought. Well, well. Well, first, 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 because oh, yeah, uh, we got the whole thing dedicated to SummerSlam. Let me just plug uh, G1 Talk real quick. Um, it was the biggest thing going on outside of WWE this past weekend. G1 Finals uh, finally makes it over the hump after so many years. Kota Ibusha is your G1 winner. He will fight Okada in the Tokyo Dome next Wrestle Kingdom in January. Um, I honestly see. Uh, I, I honestly think Obushi uh, deserves the belt. He signed a lifetime contract with New Japan Wrestling turning down a WWE NXT contract and also um, not signing with uh, with his best friend, Kenny Omega, in AEW. So I think it's Obushi's time to go over. Really quick, also, if you haven't checked the match out with Switchblade Jay White, definitely, definitely check it out. Um, a solid four-and-a-half match for sure. Um, our good buddies, Dave Metzler and Brian Alvarez, love the match. They put it over as well. Um, of course, it was in Japan, so uh, Dave is kind of biased and partial to that. But <laughs> on, a, on a wrestling standpoint, it's a phenomenal match. Great finish. Uh, great near falls. Great selling all throughout. Great storytelling. Uh, phenomenal match. And like I've been saying for the last 10 months, Switchblade has got to be at least top 15 in the world right now. Um, definitely top three in New Japan up there with Obushi. Uh, Okada and then himself. So, uh, congrats, Kota Ibusha. And then I uh, look forward to hell, him and Okada in the dome, man. That's going to be, uh, it's going to be very solid, man. Yeah. Um, for all those guys listening who are big New Japan guys, um, we're going to start putting more content on our Instagram page. Don't worry. Um, I've been, uh, uh, not doing my part for New Japan, but definitely going to be putting some more New Japan content on there. Um, and you know what, man, I remember when Jay, uh, not Jay White, but Bushi was in uh, the 205 tournament. Um, I was like, I can't believe uh, WWE got this guy. And, of course, once he left, I was like, they've lost. Like, I felt like the whole reason they made the cruiserweights was just to get him. 
and um, the other guy who I, Zach I Zach Sabal, Zach Sabal Jr. Yeah, like those are two reasons they probably even did the whole cruiserweight uh, division again, anyways. And both the both of those guys left, but man, Ibushi underrated. That guy is amazing. Like that guy can wrestle his butt off. So uh, hats off to him. That's awesome that he won. Yeah, he's really good, and uh, he's 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 really good, uh, Kota Ibushi. He's very good, strong style wrestler for sure. Uh, enjoy his matches, and I I found out about him from the cruiserweight tournament too. So uh, definitely uh, happy he won. Yeah, you know, and it uh, says a lot. You know, I mean, dude, turning down. I mean, the big, you know, AEW, WWE, I mean, the two biggest uh, companies here in the States. So, I guess, uh, hey, I mean, uh, congrats to him, man. I think he's going to put a phenomenal match on. I hope he gets the win uh, over Okada. So, that's definitely going to be uh, going to be a solid match. Like Jordan said, all, all listeners in uh, New Japan content, we're going to get it going back and everything, uh, you know, as it picks up. We'll definitely have a uh, Wrestle Kingdom preview show when that time comes around. And, of course, in two weeks, we are doing our all-out preview show to get ready for all out uh the week of it's gonna be a phenomenal show cannot wait for that but uh like arc was saying before let's talk about SummerSlam. one of the better summer slams in most recent years i think boys yeah i agree i think it's one of the best pay-per-views we've had and i don't know how long man it was it was a really definitely, good show de- definitely definitely in the 2010s uh wwe era one of the better pay-per-views yeah, for man. sure i agree that was you. a really good like from top to bottom i mean there was some low points but the, it was bro. It was this is really this has good. been better than mo- this has been better than some of the most recent Mania cards, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it delivered. I mean, with the exception of Kofi and Randy, which is amazing to me because that was the match where all three of us were most hype about. And I think, I think, I think Jordan said it best that night, though. They did that for a reason. Yeah, because they want to have. I think either Randy is going to win the title from Kofi, or they just want to have a program between the two, one or the other. Um, that and I also and I also think that they didn't want that match to overdo. Uh, they wanted they, they didn't want to out have it kind of outshine uh, Brock Seth. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, well, I don't think anyone did that on Sunday <laughs> for that one. But uh, well, I mean, I think one entrance did. The yes, the entrance did. Yes, of course. But I, but um, break down the uh, the first match for us. Our opening match, Becky Natalia. I thought it was a great, solid opening match for the card, man. Yeah, I really enjoyed that match. I uh, uh, Becky Natalia. They, they brought it. I mean. If, uh, they, wrestlers always say on their podcast, you know, if you're not last, you want to be first. Um, and they did a hell of a job. I mean, Becky was real good. And the only thing I didn't like is they both were wearing like the same stuff, like <laughs> like the, the the latex with like. Uh, I mean, this is, this is Nick picking, whatever. But uh, um, yeah, they're really good. And Natalia is is super. She'll always be overlooked and underrated for as long as she'll be in WWE. And it's it's sad, but she's. She made Becky look like a million bucks, dude. So uh, definitely uh, enjoyed that match for sure. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it too. I loved how they both did each other's like uh, submission. Um, I'm glad, like not jumping ahead to the next night, but I'm glad they didn't have Sasha come out on Sunday and they let those two have a good match and wrestle each other and make it competitive without – Oh, is Sasha coming or is she? Uh, she's not. So I'm glad they both got that out of the way. And like uh, Ark was saying, if you're not lost, you want to be first. Not that you always want to have that great opening match. And I think they both delivered in it. Yeah. And I think we, I mean, we talked about it for two weeks straight that a title match has to open the show, whether it be the Universal or, you know, the WWE. I was, I was glad to see they opened it up with a big, the Raw's title, having Becky out there um, with the Raw's championship, the Raw Women's Championship match. 
great back and forth, man. Love the spot, of course. Natalia getting the sharpshooter on in Canada always gets a big pop, and uh, Becky selling it great. And then, you know, Becky finishing off with the arm, man. That was just uh, it was just a great opening match all around, and uh, both delivered. And like Jordan said, totally agree. I'm sure we're, we'll talk about Sasha in a little bit, but uh, I was so glad they saved that until the Monday Night Raw because that made the wrestling week for me uh, just 10 times better than already what it was. So absolutely great opening match. Now I got to say this next match, I think was the most interesting match of the night because I think for like 10 seconds there, I thought Dolph Ziggler was going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The super kick, bro. Like that was so clean, dude, the way he did it. And I kind of liked that the cameraman didn't miss it. At first I was like, well, how did this cameraman miss the, the shot? <laughs> <laughs> I said something about it in the chat. I was like, how the hell did the cameraman miss that? But, uh, yeah, Dolph, Dolph, Dolph's good, man. He, he made Goldberg look good. I mean, good God, what a task that must be. You know what I mean? So, uh, uh, but definitely, I love how Dolph is just like, you can't beat, you're not man enough to beat me one-on-one. And he's like, he just beat you, dude. Like, Yeah, and he just like kept taking spear after spear. Yeah. <laughs> well, two things stood out to me. One, I, I was about to be like, man, I, did I call Dolph winning or something? I was like, that's crazy. I was talking about it. Like, that'd be awesome if he won. Of course, that didn't happen. Um, I was kind of shocked that the crowd reacted to Goldberg the way they did. Like, they were actually into him, which is, like, not good if you're one of those people not wanting the old guys wrestling all the time. Because if crowds keep on cheering for the guys, like, who are that old, they're going to keep coming. Um, but we all that's knew what was going to happen. And the fact that we knew what was going to happen and we were still entertained by the match – uh, like hats off to him because that was like it was like Blake said that night it was an entertaining match. Um, it was it wasn't long. We don't need long Goldberg matches. Uh, it wasn't long. We were all entertained by it. So you know it did what it needed to do. Did its part on the card. I thought it was great. They did it, they did it early early in the night too. Uh, of course Goldberg getting the big pop from the crowd. Um, you know as Ark I think Ark said last week on the podcast. Uh, a lot of people still do, you know, like Goldberg as an attraction and still get the kick of WCW. I was never a Goldberg guy, so I'm not too big on him. I think uh, we all said that as well. I know Art did. Jordan probably feels the same way. But, hey, man, it was still interesting. I thought they did a really good job. And hats off to Dolph for, uh, you know, taking the Spears and, you know, of course, taking the L to Goldberg. But, man, those super kicks, it made it very, very interesting. Uh, Definitely. Sure. Yep. Uh, next match, we had AJ defending the United States title. The mother lover himself defeating, <laughs> defeating Ricochet, aka Nightwing, coming out with the the Night King, the Night the Night King, or Night Night King. Look at me, man. Uh, Nightwing. <laughs> it was a good match. The one thing, uh, the two things that I noticed were that his uh, his ring gear, the Nightwing ring gear, was pretty sweet. I thought it was pretty cool, especially because they call him the resident superhero of the WWE, but also uh, the crowd, I feel like because they popped so much for Goldberg and Dolph, they were kind of dead yeah. during this match. And that really hurt them. That third, that, that car, that match after the hot opener and then Goldberg and Dolph. But that ending sequence where he catches him and puts him into the Styles clash was, I, it was incredible. I popped so hard for that in my living room. I was, I couldn't believe he, he, I couldn't believe he caught him the way he did, and then the way that he just – the whole sequence of it was perfect because that, that spot could have went wrong very easily. Like, Ricochet could be paralyzed. If that, one mistake, you know, and, uh, he, of course, AJ, one of the best in the world, executed it perfectly and caught him. So uh, I, I enjoyed the ending of this match. I mean, the crowd not being into it took away, I thought, from the match, but it was still a good match. 
that just shows to me how how good AJ is because, I mean, he, he's definitely – I mean, he's third best in the world in my opinion, and, I mean, he's been doing it for so long. He makes everything look so smooth. He's similar to Randy Orton, you know. He can just make anything look good in a wrestling match. As you said, man, that was just great how he caught him. It could have been a lot worse if it was a botched move. Man, but he caught him. That was so smooth, man. That was just a great all-around finish. Both guys delivered. Crowd, crowd did have a crowd dump, though, because after the Goldberg pop and the whole Ziggler thing. So I think it was like, ah, uh, you know, they didn't get the best crowd reaction out of it, but two guys that still delivered. So good match. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I said this last week, and it was the one thing that I was concerned about. We already saw that match between the two of them at the previous pay-per-view. So for me, it's like the freshness of a Ricochet versus AJ match was already gone. Um, but I still thought that finish, like Ark said, was amazing. I popped for it, too. I thought it was the, one of the coolest things of the night. Uh, just in the ring, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So the next match we had is SmackDown Women's match. It was Bailey versus Amber Moon. They go exactly 10 minutes. Bailey gets the win. Uh Good, good, decent women's match for the middle of the card. I felt also the crowd wasn't really into this one too. Kind of took away from them, but uh, I, I, I'm a fan of both these both these ladies. So I think they have both they both deliver and they're both great in the ring. So I still thought it was a decent match. Yeah, um, my my concern was the fact that they had AJ versus Ricochet, which the crowd was kind of already having a dump from that. And then they went straight to a 10-minute Becky versus Amber Moon match. And I just think you can't have those two go back-to-back, especially when the crowd's um, being like that during that night. So, for me, like, that match didn't have to go that long. I like both of them. But because they were putting the emphasis for the women's matches on the other matches, like Charlotte versus Trish and Becky and Natalia, I just thought it was way too long for them, especially when – there wasn't a lot of, like, huge buildup between those two. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the, the match was, was, was what it was. It was it was good for both of them. I am a fan of both of them. Um, I thought that the, the ending, though, was pretty cool, how Ember Moon, uh, they took the, the Bailey to Belly off the top rope. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, another – it was just – it's just a spot you're in, man. When you, when, you're, when you have to follow those, those two things and then AJ and Ricochet, it's kind of like you're doing the best you can with what you got, you know? Definitely. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Uh, next match, this is the match that I was least excited for. I, I said it all week was the Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon match. Uh, first reaction, we all like I called. I think Kevin Owens is going to win. Oh yeah, by the way, I think <laughs> I only had one loss on my SummerSlam predictions, and that was the main event. Yeah, you guys both had Shane in this match. <laughs> yeah, I thought you. I told you. I told you when WWE does this, dude. Like, I, I was like, all right. I might be wishful thinking if Shane does pull this off, but then like, oh, Owens hits the, uh, you know, Owens gets the dub, and you know, I guess they're, they're going to move on with the story. So, um, Ark, what was your what was your reaction to this match? I thought it was cool. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Kevin Owens got the biggest pop of the night, I thought, besides someone else that we're going to talk about later. But I think the pop for Kevin Owens was huge. Um, I really like that Kevin Owens is using, is using the stunner. I think it fits his character really well. And uh, I like that he won by kicking Shane in the balls while the ref wasn't looking. I thought that was pretty funny. I was just let down. I, I was ho- But I guess, you know, the spot on the card and what they didn't want to do too much with it because 
Shane can go in the ring, but I was still hoping for, you know, a Shane dive, like he would do an elbow off the top, or we would get something type of, you know, crazy Shane spot. So I was looking forward to that all night. And when it didn't happen, I was like, oh, okay, you know, but I, I get it. I guess the placement on the card and they didn't want to, they didn't want to overdo it because you're going to have, you know, of course, a Seth spot later and everything else. So I get it, you know? Yeah, I, I agree with you, Blake. I was, I was hoping for something cr- like when you think of Shane. You always think of these crazy matches, um, especially Kevin Owens. You know what he's capable of as well. Um, I know every match, like, we want to be these crazy matches, and they aren't. But this one, I was really hoping for something crazy. I was hoping for, like, this, like, street fight, um, have Elias come out, have Drew come out, have the uh, Revival come out to help Shane. And Owens is just, like, defeating all of them. So what we got was great. But, yeah, I think because we rose our expectations to something higher. It was kind of a letdown for sure, but it was, but you know, I'm still intrigued by this feud. Like I'm still um, excited for what's happened next to the next pay-per-view and stuff. Yeah. Are they going to, are they still going to roll with this? Are they going to keep, I mean, is he going to, they're going to screw Owens out of the King of the Ring is what we're going with. Or? <laughs> I guess we'll have yeah. to talk about it when we get this back done, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, next match. All right, besides the – this match here was second longest match of the night. Well, only behind Randy and Kofi. It was the Charlotte and Trish match. Now, I love seeing Trish back in there. She got a great pop coming back out. We all – I mean, I picked Charlotte to win the match. I think we all, you know, kind of figured she'd go over. Uh, what did you guys think of this match? I didn't think it was – I mean – Definitely not Trish's best, and definitely not Charlotte's best. What would you guys think of it though, as 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 an all, as a whole? I gave it about I gave it three stars. I thought Trish did good for not being in the ring for as long. Absolutely, as she, yeah, oh. she showed out, had a great performance. But I mean, did you think it was? Would you think are underwhelming, overwhelming? I mean, what I thought it was what I thought it was going to be. You know, I wasn't like blown away or wasn't underwhelmed or anything. It was just it was what it was. Okay. Yeah, for me, I thought it would showcase uh, Trish. And it showed that she can still go. I think when she was back, when she was wrestling full-time, she probably didn't get the respect as a uh, woman's wrestler like she should have gotten. And this was her, like, getting her match in Toronto and showing that she can go. I, I didn't really, like, for me, it wasn't like, because I think even though I probably thought Trish was going to win, I, I, I was pretty certain that, I was hoping Trish was going to win. I was pretty certain Charlotte was going to get the win. So it's kind of like we all know where we're going to. We know Trish can go. We don't need this long match and stuff like that, you know. Um, but, I mean, like Ark was saying, it is what it is. And, then, you know, um, it, it wasn't the worst thing on the card. It was just, I don't know. It wasn't like I wasn't super excited about the match in the uh, first place. The, th- the yeah. thing is about it is that it sucks because now the women are showcased so, really well and rightfully so. But I think if women were showcased the way they are today, back then, I think we would realize how good Trish, Lita, China, uh, well, China was, you know, she was good in her own way. Um, Molly yeah. Holly was really good as well. Jazz, Jacqueline, you yeah, know, Victoria, like, yeah. yeah, Victoria was good too. Like they had like, you know, and, and it, I think if they had more time back in the day to showcase, it probably would, we would real. I mean, Trish to be Trish is the goat. I'm sure that Charlotte is going to take that spot at some point because the way she's booked and everything. And she's Charlotte is phenomenal in ring. Like she is, she's, she's, 
super athletic and she's really good. But um, I just think that if the women were showcased more back then, you know, you know, people would remember that Trish was a, a great worker. Yeah. And for me, like the more I think about it, I think this match was more of Vince and WWE creative letting Trish showcase her skills now more than trying to uh, make Charlotte look better. I think this was more for Trish than it was for Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with all those things. Um, all right, next match was the it was the WWE Championship match, Kofi versus Randy. It ends it ends in a double countout. Now this is the same thing we did last year with Joe and AJ when Joe brought AJ's son and wife into it. I was kind of disappointed with the ending. I know they're going to carry the storyline out, and Randy might probably eventually get the belt, but I cannot lie, this was probably the biggest disappointment for me all night. Yeah, it definitely set the air out of the room, I thought, when that, uh, that finish happened for me. I definitely did not uh, like that finish. Now, I do understand why they did it, but I, 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 you got to have a finish for that match, man, especially with the feud and everything. you got to... Yeah. You gotta have a finish with that. I thought. I mean, um, the buildup being so personal, and then it's like they were talking trash all match to each other, and then yeah. you have a double count out and just beat them up with the. You know, I was like, beat them up with the kendo stick. Like, really? So now we're basically gonna have. They're gonna make it seem that Randy pushed Kofi over the edge type deal. Is that what they were going with? I'd assume. Or? I kind of. That, this is exactly the same thing they did with the Joe and AJ last year when. Joe picked the mic up and went after AJ's wife and was like, and, and his son was in the crowd and then AJ snapped. And then it was like, WWE's really doing this to the SmackDown title right now. I was like, come on. Like if you want Kofi to win, cool. Have him win on, on a smudge victory, this or that. And then have Randy come out Tuesday night and say, that was a total fluke. It will never happen again. Kofi Kingston, I'm going to beat your ass. Like, you know what I mean? But I, I was very, very let Cause I talked so much like for three weeks about how this should be the main event. And then they go out there and do the double count out. Now, it could play into it where they didn't want this match to steal, you know, Seth and Brock's thunder because that was going to be the big match and probably match of the night, which it was. I don't know, but like you said, Ark, I, I think you had to have a finish to it, man. Yeah, and I think the reason why, too, we probably were so disappointed in it is because we wanted that we, we were so pumped for that match, and then that just happened. You know, it was like, ah. Oh. Because all the three of us were really excited for that. We all thought that match should have closed the show. And turns out, <laughs> you know. Yeah, after last uh, last week's SmackDown, when neither one of them showed up on the uh, show, I knew that this match for sure was going to continue after SummerSlam. <laughs> and I knew it wasn't going to be an event. So with this, I, I wish, so, like you guys are saying, I wish the ending, because if they were going to do a rematch, always do the ending a different way, going in, uh, into another pay-per-view. Just because for me, it, was, it wasn't so much as a lot of time it was let down as much as it was a shock. I was like, oh, okay, the match is over, just like that. It was just too random, too quick. And then, like, it wasn't like, oh, this match ended. It was just kind of like, wait, what? what? Like, what just happened? Um, I, I'll, I'll be honest, like, I was excited for the feud going to SummerSlam. Now, I'm, I don't know if I'm as excited. Now I'm just kind of like, oh, man, I, I hope they don't drag this out too long. Uh, because you had a good, fresh story, uh, but you can't continue that same story um, for another pay-per-view. you got to, like, make it about the present. And now I'm just kind of like, 
Uh, okay, is is Randy about to show up at Kofi's house and like try to like harass his family or something? Like that's a, like <laughs> like Blake. Didn't you say like, it was like Samoa Joe, AJ from last year and stuff? Like, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, that's because remember Joe Joe picked the mic up and started and started. You know, he's like, "Hey, what's up, Whitney?" You know what I mean? And like going after you know, and, I, and then AJ snapped and started beating him up with the chair and everything else. So I'm like, we just did this exactly the same spot in the same belt last year. Right. I, I, I hate saying this because I, I don't hate Kofi. Um, I, I really think he's a great champ and stuff. Um, but I don't take him serious when he's, like, angry or aggressive. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, there's a disconnect with me and Kofi and him, like, getting all angry, like, you know, like, like, like super aggressive. And less, I, I, like, once you see a guy throw pancakes around, you just don't take him that serious anymore. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, that's just how I see it. He, um, I think the thing with him acting angry, too, is that we never see him like that. You know what I mean? So it's, like, weird to see him yeah. kind of fired up like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this. I mean, well, I, think... I, I hope I get the, I hope I get to see the belt switch here at uh, Clash Champions in Charlotte, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm thinking. Well, I know we'll get into it when we get to SmackDown, but man, I, I do like the revival kind of get involved in the storyline now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of makes things a little bit different, you know. So, we'll we'll see what's going forward. Hey, it was a double count out. At least it wasn't like AJ Nakamura when they double nut chucked each other. Remember <laughs> when they both oh, kicked, kicked, they both kicked each other in the nuts, and we were all like, "The WWE seriously just finished a match like that?" <laughs> so. All right, Art, it's time to talk about it. <laughs> it's time to talk about it. It was the talk of Sunday night. It was the talk of Monday. It was the talk of Tuesday. Every social media site, when's he showing up? Where, 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 where's Bray? Where's where, where, this and that? It was the talk of it all. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, the return to WWE in ring, his return to WWE pay-per-view. Arc, I give it a 10 out of 10. Actually, you know what? I give it an 11 out of a 10. Breaks the scales, man. Epic, epic comeback with an amazing entrance. Yeah, it was it was amazing. I got goosebumps like I did as a kid when Taker would come out. You know what I mean? And it's the thing is, is people compare it to Taker, but it's so much different because it's 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 more modern, I'd say. You know, yeah, like more, the, I would the metal, say, yeah, exactly. The metal and stuff. You know, it was like a horror movie. I felt like I was watching like a Rob Zombie horror movie or something like that, or Eli Roth, one of those horror directors, you know, just, I know he got his mask designed by Tom Savini. So that entrance was, oh my God, I've watched it like 20 times. And the, so la- the lantern, see. so sick, oh, bro. Oh my God, the lantern with his head, his old head. It, oh my God, it was so good. And the music, the, the remix of a song is so epic. It's like, Absolutely. Sounds like Marilyn. Like it's not. It's code orange, but it sounds like a Marilyn Manson song. It was completely. That's not. That's what I thought. No, I thought it was like a Manson or Slipknot at first, man. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. I looked it up, and it's code orange. And, yeah, um, yeah. I, I really, uh, I enjoyed the whole entrance. Like even the way that like his the words the fiend showed up, and then it said uh, like let him in, and like the fiend, and then he put the like, shot yeah. of him getting exactly. in the ring. He put the little things, you know, like. They they zoom out of the cam uh, the camera zooms out when he's walking up the steps and it's on his the focus is on his his lantern but he's getting in the ring and then um, when he's staying in the ring and the strobe lights are going crazy and you see his face 
And then he backed into the corner like Raven. I thought that was pretty cool too. The way that Raven used to sit in the corner uh, while uh, he was getting introduced to the or the start of the match. And uh, yeah, I got. I mean, I with everything about it, I got like with Bray, I got so much different. Um, you can see like different, different old wrestling characters. Like I saw, yeah. like you have like of course the Undertaker with the lights and then walking out slow. You have his original entrance with the lantern and the song, and of course his head was the lantern, which was absolutely fucking amazing fuck the marks that are saying it's too much the fiend is a wwe pay-per-view attraction they not they don't have to show that on raw or smackdown if he doesn't come out with the lantern if he wants to I, you know what next pay-per-view he should come out with fucking finn baller's head as a lantern or whatever you know what i mean like it's a pay-per-view attraction I, I, they're so tired where they're just like oh WWE's gonna cut it and it's too gory and it's too it's not pg like come on really like SummerSlam was showcased as a pay-per-view like it's a paid event Come on, really? Like that—that's that—that makes me sick. But I got so much chills. Raven, Vampiro, even some type of sting like into it where there's no emotion shown. He was just there, and I gotta say, man, I absolutely loved when he was fighting with himself during the match because yeah. the fiend is like his alter ego. That kind of gave me the chills of like a mankind, like we were talking about. Yeah, absolutely well I, done, man. And I really hope this is—I really hope this is the one for Bray, man. He can finally really stop the rocket man. to him. They're strapping the rocket to him because all the merchandise, all he, he's the DLC in the video game. I, I saw today they announced they're strapping the rocket to Bray. They have the puppets for sale. One thing uh, that I want to let Jordan get a word in, the one thing about the match that I was like, holy shit, this guy is, they're going to make him a monster, was the move he did where he broke, it, like, it was like the move in, in the movies where he breaks someone's neck. When he did that to Finn, I was like, holy shit. They're going as dark as possible with Bray. So I'm super excited for this character. If we did redid our top 10 superstars of all time this week, Bray Wyatt <laughs> would probably be in that. So <laughs> off right. of the entrance alone. So uh, I really enjoyed it. Jordan, what'd you think? Yeah, no, um, I feel the same way as you guys. Man, I've, I've loved Bray since he uh, debuted on the main roster. And you've seen his character, the other character he had. Just got diminished in value as a, a gimmick. It was kind of getting repetitive. Um, we, like I loved when he won the championship as just Bray, but after that, it was just like there wasn't much for him. He was doing the same promos. You could tell like they didn't see him as a big superstar or like a big, uh, you know, big main event superstar. Um, so once they started kind of coming out with these prom- uh, promos and these uh, vignettes and stuff, like I was like, this is cool. This is like something different. And, like, I was hoping that they would give it some uh, air to breathe and, like, let it be its own organic thing. So the fact that, like, he came out and everyone loved it and digged it, uh, that's awesome because you can tell, like, it's not just going to be a video package that works. Like, this whole gimmick's going to work. So I'm super excited. The best part of it to me is the end of the match when the lights kind of cut off and you see him, like, turn around. It was so creepy. And it was just, like, like, I don't know, like, it's hard because we're like comparing it to mankind and Undertaker. It's like I, it's hard to compare it. It's just like this own, like own new thing. And I love that he doesn't take off the mask. That it's its own thing. You Which know? is great. It's great. Yeah, it's Bray, but it's not Bray, and it's like that's what's awesome about this whole character. So yeah, I can't wait to see what they do uh, with him next. Absolutely, so. and uh, I gotta say, I know everyone was like, you know, all week, like, oh man, is Bray showing up? Where's he at? Why did you guys keep him off TV? I think you can't have him show up every week because it's overusing him and you don't want that to happen and have too much of it. So when it comes time again, I was telling Ark, you know what, maybe have Bray cut a couple of the Firefly 
Um, you know, they do the couple of those promos, but maybe have the Fiend show back up when SmackDown goes to Fox and then have him take out The Undertaker or Sting or somebody on there, like another legend, and then kind of go with it. Because you don't want to, like, just overdo it and have him, like, all every week the Fiend's on TV. It's like, oh, well, no. Like, like Art said, make him a special attraction, man, where people are going to tune into the network to see the Fiend wrestle, yeah. you know? Yeah, every, every pay-per-view or every other pay-per-view, uh, if it's meaningful, have him on it. He doesn't if if he needs to keep like I don't know what the if they keep they make wrestlers do live events to like stay in shape or whatever too, but if he has to do, do live events, just have him do live events so everyone can see the entrances or whatever because they're not televised. You know what I mean? He doesn't need right. to be te- on TV every week. So absolutely, and that would I, drive and that would drive house show uh, attendance up yeah, too. I bet, man. Yeah, dude. I also Bray Wyatt looks. Um, he looks really good. He's definitely his physique has definitely changed. He was he's down about twenty he, pounds, bro. Yeah, he he's thick, bro. He is looking like a freaking brick. Like he is definitely put on some some muscle up top. So uh, That's I'm what super. When you're with JoJo. Oh, when she's cooking them, bro. When they're cooking that good food, oh my god, oh my <laughs> god. You know, you know, with all due respect, you know, she's cooking that good food when she's got a booty like that. You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. I, uh, with all due respect. With all due respect. <laughs> But, yeah, um, yeah well, I mean, like, I, man, I think honestly, like, he had that he had a conversation with Vince and was just <laughs> like, you know, look, man, you know, I'm gonna, I'm at, I'm at dead ends here. Like, my other character is just dead in the water. Let me repackage myself. Give me six, seven months off. I come up with something good. You're gonna love it. I'm gonna come back, different shape, all this kind of stuff. You know, he had his baby and everything. And like you said, Art, I think the rocket's getting, uh, you know, it's getting strapped to Bray, man. It's just, it's just all up from here, man. As long as he, he has, as long as he doesn't lose. get hurt or anything, he cannot lose. Yes, and they cannot, they see... cannot pull the trigger on him and have him go after like Seth or someone real early, man. And yes, yes, Le- t- have him take time. This and cannot then... be like seen at thirty. Yes, but I, I do hope that at Clash of Champions, Braun's about to win the belt, like you said. This is a Blake idea. Have the Fiend show up, take out Braun Strowman. Have him wrong, I'll be, everybody. I'll be, I'll be popping because I'll be in the crowd with that shirt on. Dude, I think every uh, he needs to go after everybody that beat Bray Wyatt in the previous incarnation. I think. I think that would be epic if they did that. Orton, Cena, Taker, um, anyone who was attached to him before, they need to. He needs to go after. And the final payoff: Bray versus Roman at Mania. Book it. Absolutely, Ark, and we'll be there for it, Ark. Oh, never. We'll talk. Never mind. We'll talk about that like later on down the road because I don't know who I can go for in that. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was my favorite thing of the night. Now let's move on to the main event, and this is the one that was match of the night. I'm gonna give it to you that this is definitely match of the night. Um, this match here, this had to. This put Seth Rollins in my top five for the week. Wrestlers of the week, not favorites. Uh, we all thought this is gonna uh, this match is gonna be underwhelming. It's not gonna be that good. Definitely match of the night. And man, Rollins and Brock put on a hell of a show, man. And I thought it was great storytelling. Way better than the WrestleMania 31 match. Back and forth, the way that the spots were being done. Absolutely phenomenal match. That was well done. Great hats off to both guys. And Seth is back as Universal Champion. Uh Great main event, in my opinion. Close the show, Ark. Yeah, I'll say this. Uh, I thought it was – it's pretty epic. I, I, I was super impressed with the match because 
when they showed him on the screen, the crowd booed. They booed Seth. And then Bret Hart showed up and then which I think is pretty funny because Brett like shits on Seth online all the time. So I thought it was pretty funny that they had Brett, Brett there. So I thought it was pretty crazy how he went from that, the crowd not really cheering for him when he came out, to the whole crowd chanting, burn it down towards the end of the match. That shows that Seth knows what he's doing and that Seth is one of the best in the world, if not the best in the world, in my opinion. Now, I will say this as well. Anyone that thinks Brock Lesnar cannot work, or is not a good wrestler is should never watch fucking wrestling ever again because Brock takes two to tango. Brock made Seth look like a million fucking bucks, and it, it was a phenomenal match. I've watched it back three times now. I've enjoyed it. I enjoyed that match so much just because the the fact the crowd changed, the way that that Brock and Seth just just they just owned that crowd, man, and it was it was phenomenal. Uh, and I. I'm really over people complaining about Brock Lesnar, especially after this one. I'm just, I'm just over it. I'm Are you kidding me? Brock's, Brock's a go to his era, man. Brock, he Brock, is. Brock works his ass off, even though they say his matches. That right there, all the old heads are, you know, of course, all these shit marks that are always shitting on Brock. Always oh, part time. He doesn't care about this and that. Brock did a job in there to go win his champion. Hey, Brock, look strong, beat the hell out of him, get Seth over, make the comeback. And like you said, Ark, everyone booed Seth before the match, and they were chanting, burn it down at the end of the match. That shows a storytelling and how the crowd was inspired and got into it because Seth was getting his ass beat because of Brock, and Brock made the comeback look strong and got him over. So fuck anybody that hates on Brock because he's a hell of a worker and one of the best. Yeah, you know, uh, Brock really sucks. At- no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> You know, you know what his best trait is? That he sells. Like, it's crazy that a big dude like that can sell and make a guy like AJ, Seth, even Dylan Bryan look like you're legit like, getting the best of him. So, like, yeah, hats off to him. That match was awesome. I did not think Seth was going to win. I'd love to go back um, a year from now or whenever and, and hear whose decision it was to have this booking because it's, like, after Seth lost the belt, Last month, I was like, oh, okay, well, Brock's definitely going to hold the belt. So the fact that they got off of Seth um, made him, like, refreshing and look um, like another, like, a legit champ again after the whole Becky situation. Um, like, hats off to whoever made that decision because I didn't think they were going to give him the belt again. Um, so it's interesting. I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Um, and I'm excited what they're going to do with Brock. I, I'm, like, I'm guessing he probably won't come back until – Survivor Series, maybe, or Royal Rumble, but Fox, um, Fox, Fox. Yeah, actually, Fox. yeah. There you go. But it was a, it was a good match. It was, um, and something I liked about the pay per view that we're comparing it to others uh, recent, uh, recently. That show, most all those matches weren't long, and that pay per view wasn't long. So by that pay per view, by that main event, it wasn't like I was exhausted, like falling asleep. I was like watching the match, like, oh man, this is awesome. Like I was still wide awake and stuff. So, like, the timing for the whole pay-per-view was amazing, and that match was, uh, like, the whole uh, match itself was really great. Perfect timing for that pay-per-view. It ended, I think it ended, like, 1030, 10, 10, 15, 1030. Uh, yeah, something like that. It was, it, was, it was perfect the way they did it. I, uh, I really enjoyed that. I, I, the, that match was so good, man. I was so happy where that match ended up being because I, I didn't think it was going to be – I didn't think I, – I was expecting Seth to get booed out of the building and Roman 2.0 was about to happen. And it didn't, so I'm pretty – I was pretty pumped for it. Right. Yeah, and, and it's like I've always said, man, Brock always works better 
with smaller guys, man. Like you said earlier, Jordan, if it's DB, AJ, Baller, CM Punk, the smaller guys, he sells for and makes them look good, and it's and it looks like it's believable. Oh, my gosh, these guys are really going to beat Brock compared to him in a match with, you know, Roman or Triple H where it's still a good match and it's still great, but it's like, man, Brock's like really taking these curb stomps or he's taking these knees and you're just like, damn, like this is really going on right now. So uh, very well put together match, man, and uh, definitely my match of the night in my opinion. So good all-around card and uh, great SummerSlam. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Definitely the best out of the last – this has probably been my favorite. This is probably my favorite one since uh, maybe thirteen or fourteen when it was Cena Brock or when it was uh, Punk and Brock and Daniel Bryan and Cena. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a really good show. Definitely. So, all right, let's get into a little Raw and SmackDown talk. Um, Jordan, man, cover Raw for me. Yeah. So I'm not gonna Sasha? break. I'm not gonna break. <laughs> I'm not gonna break all of this stuff down. Uh, before we get into like the big thing with uh, Sasha. Um, Probably a match that's going to be uh, underrated and people won't talk about like after this week. That Drew McIntyre match with Cedric Alexander was amazing. Um, a, a raw match, like you think they're just like you know getting through the night, uh, trying to like get uh, finish the night up, get your big uh, finish of the night. But that match, they delivered, and that was an awesome match. Um, I, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Braun and. Seth Rollins, um, I've heard that that's going to be the title match going to Clash of Champions. So it'll, it'll be interesting, especially next week. I wonder if they will give the belt to uh, the U.S. title to Braun. I, I don't know if that's the best idea, but it's kind of weird that they would have a, <coughs> a match next week against AJ. Um, it's also kind of funny because Braun hasn't done, Braun Strowman hasn't done anything since like, well, I can't remember recently. And I know that this has to be a whole turn because they're not about to turn Seth Hill, and they're not going to do babyface versus babyface. So that's that's going to be interesting. <laughs> uh, that'll be interesting to see what happens there. But um, of course, the big thing of the night, uh, Sasha Banks coming back. Um, to me, like it was a great return. I was shocked because part of me really thought she was leaving the company. Um, the hair thing with the fake wig kind of was a little like over the top for me because I'm like, okay, Sasha, you're not fooling anyone with that fake wig or the wig. But um, the fact that she just like straight up beat the mess out of uh, Natty and then beat the mess out of Becky, it makes her look like a legit star, like a le- legit contender. It's someone who could probably take the bell off Becky um, in the next couple of uh, weeks or um, next couple of pay-per-views. But uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about the show uh, yourselves? Uh, I absolutely – let me piggyback off what you said there. Show kicked off uh, with Seth coming out. I thought it was great uh, when, of course, him, you know, getting the reaction of after winning the belt. The AJ segment with him was good. I thought that was uh, really well done by both guys. Um, that was a great segment. What did you think Seth, of the crowd? What did you think of the crowd chanting for AJ over Seth? Uh, I like- mean, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, in my opinion, I think I said this before. I think AJ, man, plays a phenomenal heel. No point intended being the phenomenal one. Uh, I think he's, I think he's a great heel. So, and we live in an era now where it's not where the good guy always gets cheered like he used to be. I mean, the heels are going to get over and get cheered. So, I, I, I didn't mind it, but I thought, uh, I mean, it's it's real, this is it's deserving though. I mean, both of them are two of the very best in the world at what they do. Definitely top four or five at what they are. So, I, 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 did, I had no problem with it, and 
Seth's still going to get cheered wherever he goes, but he obviously will have some booze as well too. And AJ's always going to get popped either way. If he's, if he's a heel or he's a face, AJ would still get cheered, you know? Yeah. Yeah, what's funny is like heel AJ is more of a baby face than baby face AJ. So I think that's kind of funny. Like people love when he's a bad guy. It will be more interesting. Like the test of whether people are into Seth or not is with Braun Strowman. Because if people – like even though Braun Strowman's like – more of a fan favorite. I, I just don't see him getting more of a um, praise than uh, Seth will. So if Seth's getting uh, booed in that match, I'll be shocked. One. Well, here, here's before uh, I, before I get into the, uh, of course, the Sasha return, which was my that was the biggest mark thing for me. The one thing that uh, with Strowman, man, they did this last year when he went. Remember, he went heel last year after SummerSlam. Two? Yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of yeah, so I'm kind of like, oh man, like I know Jordan's Jordan, you're a big, big Strowman fan. I'm not really a big Strowman like a fan at all, but it's kind of like, dang man, he this guy now is turning into Big Show 2.0. He's more, he's making more turns than NASCAR. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> dude, he went heel face again. Now he's looking maybe going back heel again, unless they do baby face versus baby face. But I'm like, oh come on guys, you got to figure something out with Braun being such a big guy. Uh, Piggybacking off Drew and Cedric, amazing match. That match right there with on Raw was the same to me as Roman versus Buddy Murphy. Two big, yeah. two big guys that are going to be showcased in main event, you know, scenes within the next, probably the next two, three years. Well, Roman the next four or five since he just got paid the biggest contract, uh, two million dollars a year. I'm sure Ark will plug that later, but anyway. Oh, okay, baby. Two, the, I, I was very, very excited to see uh, Drew put a great match on with uh, Cedric. I knew Drew would get the win, and same thing could be said when it was Roman and Buddy Murphy. You knew Roman would win, but I love seeing those 205, those smaller guys, getting in there with the big guys like that, the big, big names too, man, and just putting on phenomenal, great matches that the crowd gets really into. The rest of Raw, the Bobby Roode match, like some of the fillers, uh, it was kind of <laughs> like, okay, you know, that that was kind of – lackluster but let me ask you this um do you think that the reason he was on the bobby Roode and uh, the other guy had their match is because they're starting to go back to the brand split and they're trying to bring the guys um to do do actual matches on the rosters who's uh, supposed to be on the raw i'm hoping i'm hoping that it's aj uh beats somehow there's like a there's a finish where he he beats braun and keeps the belt and maybe we get a Bobby Roode versus AJ for the U.S. belt at the Clash. I mean, kind of to help, you know, like you said, they're going back to, like, with SmackDown going to Fox and the brand split going to be over. I'm hoping that maybe they're going to start building the mid-card back up and getting these guys back on TV, and we get maybe Bobby and AJ for a mid-card match at um, two former TNA guys. And those, both those guys can go in the ring, so that would be a great match, in my opinion. I thought um, it was probably AJ versus uh, Arx Boy, uh Gargano in a U.S. title match. I have a time oh, are they? Are they? Uh... No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, oh my god, dude! I'm gonna wait, wait, shoot I myself, like, dude. I was like, yo, is, uh, I, I didn't see. I was like, dude, uh, is Johnny? Uh, I was like, I, I didn't. I didn't see that he was coming up. I mean, maybe that happens, but I, I don't think so. Not right away. We'll see, though. Um, absolutely, the Sasha return. Let me get into one thing here. I want to. Th- this guy here. On Instagram, this <laughs> Brian James nine six six two. He's a Mark and a sweat hog, whatever you want to call him. He was saying that Sasha segment was terrible. It was shit. It was everything else that's wrong with wrestling. 
I don't know what the fuck this <laughs> is, but Ryan James nine six six two, go fuck yourself. If you follow my Instagram page on the podcast, go ahead and unfollow because that this segment right here is what's gonna make this. This is that was phenomenal. The way it was done was amazing. I thought like you had Natty out there cutting an emotional promo, this and that. Sasha with the return gets a big pop. She's hugging her. This and that, and then boom, just takes it out, man. And then the whole Becky thing when she's beating the shit out of her with a chair, that was so well done, man. And that got heel heat. And then this guy here, this 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 Mark Internet Mark, is saying that I'm gonna push somebody that's sitting there talking trash about the company while walking away. She was off for four months because she was pissed at the company. This was amazing, in my opinion. And then she, I mean, she accidentally hit Becky with the chair. Becky's going to be okay, though, so no serious injuries. And then as Art called out that night, dude, Becky wasn't expecting the slaps. Sasha got the heel heat when she slapped her, and then Becky kicked her back. It was the best thing in the night. I'm so glad Sasha's back. She's she's my favorite. Fuck yeah, man. I can't wait to see what they do. I'm just – I'm marking – I was marking out over it. I was standing up fucking just hype, man. And then best thing of the night. Yeah, no, I really that 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 slap that he that she gave her, and then she Becky like kicked her. That was real. That was a real moment that happened right there. That was that that was that was some heat right there. I wouldn't be surprised if they had to have a pull apart backstage because uh, I mean Sasha laid laid into her dude with those chairs. She was swinging for the fences with those chairs, and uh, I think it adds to it because I think that that uh, Be- Becky pissed Sasha off of what she, you know, you, did you see those uh, promos that she was doing in the media earlier that week where she was like saying how Sasha was like Rhonda, how she quit? Yes. Yeah. So I think that Sasha saw that and she was like, okay, bitch, we'll, we'll, we'll see what's up when I get in the ring or whatever. And she just beat the hell out of her. Now I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen with the receipt. Cause you know, the receipts coming. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that's going to end up being, but I, I, that segment was one of the best segments I've seen because Nat, dude, Natty was just talking about her dad dying. That's what I'm Sasha... saying. It was so well done. And then for these marks, and then even and then Dave and Alvarez, what what what's going on, dude? Like I thought it was the best thing of the night. Well, their opinion doesn't matter. I mean, they're thinking that uh, when I get into SmackDown, I'll talk about those two uh, Wamus. But uh, you know, it's just it's this was one of the best weeks of wrestling we have had in so long. And for people to sit there and still find to still harp and say that they'd be negative when it was so good. Those people, those people should not be watching the product, dude. They need to go, you know, uh, rent DVDs about the eighties or whatever, because this was such a good, a great segment with Sasha and, and Becky. And I'm, I really think Sasha's going to take the belt off Becky. I think I hope so. Sasha, and she deserves it. Well-deserving. Yeah, Sasha has to be the one to do it, I think. And uh, you talked about uh, Alexander and Drew. That boot that Drew hit Alexander with, holy shit. That was, that was such a good match. I really enjoyed that match. I like when – you know me, if I'm a Roman guy. So I like big, the, the, big, the big guys that can, that can move. And Brock, Roman, Drew, those guys are huge, and they can move like a, a cruiserweight. You know what I mean? And I – and that match was we, – we had back-to-back nights on Raw and SmackDown with matches that were bit like WrestleMania-stealing quality matches, I thought, you know? Absolutely. So, and then and then also, um, before we go to SmackDown here, plug it. Bring a King of the Ring back, man. I'm actually looking forward to that. Have you seen the lineup? It looks pretty good. There's, there's some good interesting matchups. If you can get 
Cesaro versus Drew on a Raw for a King of the Rings semifinal match, that could be a fucking five-star match on a Raw, man. Yeah. I, uh, I think uh, that was the, that, since they announced that, I think they're going to end up I have a feeling it's going to be Ali versus Drew. I think because I could see King Ali for some reason, and I could obviously Drew. That's who I think the finals are going to be. Well, what's great about the whole King of the Ring, too, is I was already planning on, like, not watching a whole lot of Raw next week uh, because you get to this part of the year, um, some of the storylines start getting lackluster. But then they were like, oh, we're doing King of the Ring next week. I'm like, oh, crap. Okay, well, now I definitely have to watch this. Because this is like, you know, legit stuff to watch. It's not just, um, okay, hopefully it's a good show. Hopefully it's a bad show. Like, this is stuff that's going to be weeding into the next pay-per-view. So, uh, hats off to him. It's smart booking because you have the King of the Ring with Clash of Champions coming up. That's Can't like, wait. You know. I will be there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, so. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for it, man. That Raw was such a – it was a really – and that Sasha, that chair shot to, the, the, to Becky, dude, was like, oh, my God. Uh, Bro, that was that was probably like chair shot of the year with Cody and Spears. Yeah, yeah, that was it was, and I'll say this, Becky, you're the man, but the boss is back. <laughs> that's all I can say. Yes, all, that's all I can say. All day, baby, and the marks can suck on that, man. Arc, let's go to SmackDown, baby. Yeah, okay, so uh, SmackDown um, was a a really great show. I'll get into some bullet points here. The things that stood out to me. Um, the Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon uh, stuff, that's going to continue. Uh, Shane McMahon said that he was going to fine uh, Kevin Owens for $100,000 uh, for hitting an official because he hit um, Elias, who was wearing a uh, – who was an uh, outside enforcer, I guess, for the, ma- uh, for the match. Um, uh, Samoa Joe defeated uh, Kevin Owens, which was a pretty decent match, I thought. Uh, ended with a fast count with Elias uh, giving him the fast count victory. Um, Charlotte Flair uh, beat Ember Moon in a, via submission in a, in a pretty decent match as well. Um, I like that they're showing a more of Ember Moon. I, I definitely like like we talked about last week. I want to see more of like the no name women, not no name women, but women who aren't utilized as much as other uh, women are, such as like the Four Horsewoman. And then uh, the main event was a, a, a great, great uh, match, three, uh, six man tag with the New Day versus uh, the Revival and Randy Orton. And uh, the Revival and Randy Orton won. Uh, they, uh, they, they got the W uh, against the New Day. Now, uh, in our weekly segment called Roman's Yard, Roman had a fucking amazing match against Buddy Murphy that reminded me almost very similar to what The Undertaker and Jeff Hardy did on Monday Night Raw years ago. Because... Roman Reigns gave made Buddy Murphy a star on on Tuesday. That was his first match on the main roster, and that was one of the best matches of the weekend, including NXT Takeover, SummerSlam, Raw, and SmackDown. It was up. It, it was an amazing match, Dave. That was a six star match. You lazy old fuck. You know that it was. I know it was. I know you only give six stars when it happens in Japan, but that was a six star match, and it didn't happen in the United States. It happened in Canada. So suck on that. Now. Uh, they furthered Roman's storyline with Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan saying that he's going to let them know what's going to happen, what, who, who was the one who uh, did it next week. So we'll find out what happens with that. Um, I'm sure they're going to reveal that Daniel Bryan's the one that did it, and then we'll, it'll lead to Clash of Champions with uh, Roman and uh, DB. But I, I just got to say, man, that 
Also, this weekend was the best weekend for Spears. You know that? Edge hit Elias with a spear on the pre-show at Toronto, which you forgot to cover, which was an epic moment because I didn't even know Edge could do any, any contact because his neck's messed up. Then Goldberg basically speared Dolph Ziggler back to the spirit squad. He hit him so hard. And then Roman with a spear on Buddy Murphy, which was a phenomenal spear as well. So if you love the spear finish, this was a good weekend to watch some wrestling. Now, uh, another thing about uh, Roman's yard that I want to touch upon is that Roman just signed a multi-year uh, deal with the company. It did not say how many years it was, but as Blake said earlier, it is uh, estimated to be around $2 million a year, which when you're in the main event, you deserve main event money, baby. And that's what the big dog brings. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, much respect to the big dog for staying with us. Uh, I'm sure after this contract, he'll uh, go to Hollywood and do his thing. But uh, much respect to the big dog. And uh, I got to say that match on SmackDown was uh, one hell of a match. And I am happy that they had it on SmackDown instead of SummerSlam because there was rumors of them having it on SummerSlam. But that match would have been overlooked, I think, and, and been shorter on time if they didn't have it on SmackDown. But the fact that that match was on SmackDown it made it more meaningful. Same with Drew and Cedric Alexander. So another great episode of SmackDown, 8 out of 10 for me. Um, like I said before, this has been the best stretch of uh, best week in wrestling in a long, long time. NXT TakeOver, SummerSlam, Raw, and then SmackDown. Uh, what did you guys think of the show? Yeah, I liked it. Um, like you were saying, I really enjoyed the Roman versus um, uh, was it, uh, Buddy Murphy match. That guy, he's come a long way because he's had his ups and downs. And um, I'm, I'm glad to see that they're actually utilizing him. I'm not going to be like some of these guys and say that he's the one who carried that match. That's that's a joke in itself. Um, yeah, Dave. Give, Dave, we're talking to you, Dave. Yeah, we're talking give, to you. Give, give. It's funny. Like we're a, like I'm someone who's been critical on Roman, but we're a crap. Like we're a crap on this guy. But when he does like a when he like helps out, makes this guy look uh, good. We're not going to give him the praise. It's like, come on, guys. Like that. You know, that's a joke. Um, but I thought the match was great. The only thing I didn't like about the show is I hate when wrestlers get storyline fined like Kevin Owens did because you know they're not getting fined for real money. So I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, Kevin Owens just got fined or he's going to lose, like, fake money and stuff like that. Um, So that part for me kind of was kind of uh, corny. But um, besides that, like, I, from what I've seen, it's, it is going to be Daniel Bryan versus Roman. So I'm assuming Daniel Bryan's probably going to, you know, be like, oh, it was me, not Rowan, you know, uh, tricks on you or something like that, or jokes on you. Um, but I'm glad that, like, like since we're worried that they're going to rush the match, I'm glad, like, they're taking their time and telling a story instead of, like, because this used to be something where they used to have DB and Rowan face that uh, SummerSlam, and then that's it. It's already over. I'm glad they're taking their time and telling a legit story. So, I, don't, I thought the show was good, though. I thought um, they're definitely using more wrestlers, not just the same guys on Raw and SmackDown, and they're letting people be able to actually show what they can do um, in the ring. So, it was good. Yeah, like, all, think? yeah all around good show. Uh, my favorite part of SmackDown, I plugged the Roman and Buddy Match earlier. Uh, along with the Drew and Cedric. I thought those were both really great matches for the small guy. And, of course, the big-name guys and the main-event guys getting them over. My favorite second of the night was the Revival and Randy beating down Kofi in the New Day. 
absolutely amazing. <laughs> and it, no, and it, 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 it kind of gave me a reminiscence of Rainy with Legacy back in the yeah. day when he kind of had when they kind of had that beat down the way it was all structured out. And I thought it was great, and it solidifies Randy now as a, a major major heel, um, which he kind of had going into the match. But now, after the beatdown and everything, um, absolutely loved. Uh, I, I love how they did that together. That was my favorite thing of the night. So um, I'm looking forward to see what else they bring in, man. That, that was really well done. I hope we're going towards Revival versus New Day at the Clash, and of course Randy and Kofi Part Two, and Roman and DB. Like you said, they're turning into a story. They're not rushing anything. I, ho- I just hope that uh, they book that right and the story doesn't get you know, lackluster or they do anything, um, you know, too, too, too wacky with it. So looking forward to what they got there. Um, good all-around show. Yep, absolutely agree. And that's our uh, week in wrestling. Um, so uh, both you guys, what was your favorite match of the weekend, of the, of the full weekend, the four, the four days? Takeover. Ooh. SummerSlam, Raw, SmackDown. You know, like wrestling in general or WWE? Because I, 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 I did, I mean, for me, I, I mean, hey, I, I did like the Abushi and Jay White match. But if you're talking, okay. if you're talking, I mean, if we're talking uh, WWE, my favorite match, uh, man, I'm gonna go with the um, man, Brock and uh, Brock and Rollins. The storytelling and drama uh, was probably the best WWE match of the week for me. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, me yeah too. same here. Same. Yeah, but cool. I mean, uh, wrestling in general, you guys definitely got to check out the uh, on free time. Check out uh, Abushi and uh, Jay White, though, man. That, that was that was still a really phenomenal match for the uh, the G one finals. So uh, that that was a good match too. But um, yeah, man. So well, uh, next week, of course, before we get this UFC to close out, uh, next week. Another wrestling show. I don't know. There's nothing really going on big for WWE coming up like the event. Two weeks we have All Out, so we'll definitely dive deep into that in two weeks for our preview show and do our predictions and breakdowns of all that. Um, this week's Road All Out was pretty good. We got to see Omega talk. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they uh, what else they come up with uh, the week uh, two weeks out. And uh, yeah, so next week we'll come up with something to talk about. I guess like a top five feud or something. I don't know. You know. Yeah, it should be uh, it should be good uh, next week, no matter what. We'll, we'll definitely have some content for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, what do you think about the uh, no UFC fights this week, man? This is probably the, the this might be the biggest card of the year. Best card of the year for sure, and it's only because of three matches like we talked about. You know, I uh, we all know who the real main event is. Let's just call it what it is. We all know that Nate Diaz is a bigger name than Stipe and DC. I'm sorry, people. If you look at YouTube and look at the numbers of views on like the segments and stuff, like they embedded in the countdowns, Nate Diaz has millions of views, and like everyone else has like sixty thousand people. You know what I mean? So I'm really pumped for this weekend, man. I'm happy. It kind of creeped up on us too. You know what I mean? Hasn't, Nate Diaz has been kind of quiet recently until All yesterday right. when he was he was smoking weed at the open workout. So that was pretty sick. <laughs> herbal, herbal. It was a herbal cigarette. Remember? Oh yeah, he said it was. He said it was CBD. Yeah, yeah he said yeah. he said it was CBD, so he's gonna get away with it. Yeah, right. You know that Usada's turning a blind eye to that crap. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 that that fight to me, I think we were talking earlier, man. Like, I'm, I want Nate to win. I'm pulling for Nate, 
But like I said, I could see it going either way, man, because I don't sleep on Pettis. He's a former champ. He does have knockout power. And Nate doesn't check leg kicks. And Pettis throws a lot of kicks, man. So, And I think if, no. if Nate eats a lot of leg kicks and he leaves himself open too early, I could see him getting dropped similar to the second Connor fight when Connor was dropping him. And I could yeah. see him just getting kind of like, you know, overwhelmed with it and them calling the fight. Now, if it goes past second, Pettis struggles with pace and pressure. Because if you remember the, the fight with Tony Ferguson, he was beating the shit out of Tony the first round and dropped Tony, broke his hand in the second. Pace and pressure was too much for him, and they ended up calling the fight in Tony's favor. So I could see it going either way. I'm pulling for Nate, but I'm not writing off for uh, sleeping on Anthony Pettis, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say this real quick about uh, that's why I think Nate wins this fight is because I think that Nate has that Tony Ferguson pressure and he's unorthodox too. Like we don't know how Anthony Pettis is going to act when this dude is standing in front of him, leaning forwards and going Stockton motherfucker Stockton and slapping him in the face and shit. So, you know, I, I hope Nate wins, man. I really hope Nate wins because I want Nate to get a title shot or I want a Conor versus Nate three. So, <laughs> and, I, and you guys know me. I can't – I don't like Anthony Pettis. I never have. I never will. Uh, as a fighter, I don't know the dude personally. I'm not going to get my ass kicked if we make it big and, and see this guy. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to that match. And then, uh, Jordan, what do you think about it? No, I got, I got Nate winning. Um, but like Blake said – I'm not sleeping on Pettis. That guy, like, he can deliver. Oh, like, look at his last match. No one expected him to put uh, Wonder Boy to sleep. So he can come out and just, like, totally do something insane, um, knock out Nate, who knows. But I, I just think Nate, even though he's been gone, that dude experienced. Um, and, like, he's so unorthodox when he fights that, like, he's not, like, this flashy guy, but the way he, like – it's hard to explain his striking and his like the way he's like uh, sets up his uh, body to fight, but the dude is so unorthodox. He can at least go out there, and I can. See, I to me, I think he's going to win decision. I think he's going to outperform uh, Pettis, and he's going to beat him. I don't think he's going to finish him, um, but I think he's going to be him by decision. And like you're saying, I, the reason I'm excited for this match or this uh, card, I mean, is because uh, uh, Nate's on there, like. I'm not a big DC or Cipe person. That's going to be a great fight in itself, but I want to see Nate come there. And, like, look, he, he hasn't even got in the cage yet, and he's already being the top of the whole event. So I'm a Connor guy, but for <laughs> for this uh, fight card, like, I'm all about Nate and what he's doing. So it should be good. Yeah, if Nate fights anyone besides Connor, I'm going for Nate, like, every time. Yeah, same but, here. Yeah, but uh, all right. So what do you guys think about uh, – uh, Yolo Ramiro and uh, Barocino, Paulo Costa. What do you guys think about them? You know, Yoel, Yoel, Yoel inside Yoel. too. Yeah, I think so too. I think Yoel's gonna uh, knock, knock him out and then uh, tell him he loves him and give him a kiss. Because Yoel, Yoel, he kind of reminds me of like Silva back in the day. Like the first round, he kind of like stays patient. He'll feel it out and he'll just like really not attack. And then that second round is when he turns it on, man. It's usually when I think he'll finish him then, bro. I'm I'm taking the other guy. Costa? Yeah. Really? Just to be, just to be opposite. But if you told me oh, to pass okay, money, okay. I'd pick you up. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I have Yoel as well just because I'm a Yoel fan. Um, but let's just, let's just as, uh, as men who are comfortable with their sexuality, I have to say I would kill someone to look like either one of those guys. 
uh, especially Yoel at 40 years old, looking like a goddamn Ninja Turtle at 40 years old. <laughs> you know, he is so jacked. Um, I got to know Art's what that guy's talking about. Uh, I was seeing Pettis, man. If I saw Yoel, I'd be freaked out. Like, this guy's either going to knock me out or try to kiss me. Uh, <laughs> <I'll do both. laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, that dude's like, he's a freak uh, for sure. Yeah. All natural. Yeah. They have this. <laughs> they have this. Uh, so it's funny. So with Yoel, he was on Rogan a while ago, and he goes, he's talking about how Q, uh, Cuban, the Cuban wrestling wrestling teams, they wrestle, and after they wrestle, they drink sugar water. And I was just like, dude, I, I know that's true because uh, where my dad's from, they drink the same thing after they work out. But I was like, man, like <laughs> it's just funny to hear him say that. And then, um, uh, I, I. I don't know. I think that if Paula Costa wins, he's definitely fighting the winner of. Uh, I think whoever wins this actually is, is going to fight Stylebender or uh, Whitaker next. So uh, maybe we'll get Whitaker Romero uh, three. Uh, we could get that. We could get Stylebender and either one of these guys. So uh, I'm excited, man. It's going to be a that's going to be a good fight as well. Yeah. What do you guys have for the uh, the, the main event, Stipe and DC? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm pulling for Stipe. I think DC wins. Uh, honestly, I don't. If DC wins, it's going to be either by ground and pound in either the fourth or fifth round. I honestly think Stipe this time is going to – he's not going to get in the clinch. He's going to stay at distance, use that reach, and try to pop a jab off, frustrate DC, similar to how John Jones beat him, and kind of just yeah. pop, pop off, stay at distance. Don't get in the clinch. Don't let him get close for a takedown. And he'll try to wait for DC to get frustrated, mess up, and then catch him with something. Uh, DC is going to look to wrestle. He's going to look to get in the clinch, similar to the first fight, look for a takedown. It's like the Derek Lewis fight. He did the same thing. Went in there, got clinched, took D, you know, D. Lewis down, and then you know finished him that way. That was an awful fight, though. Uh, but I think DC is going to kind of work it. Uh, I'm going to pick. Like I said, I think it could be a decision. Or I want to say decision. But the heavyweights, it's so tough for a decision base. But um, I think DC by decision, even though my heart, I want Stipe to win it. I just don't want to see – John Jones, DC, part three, does not do anything for me. Um, like I told you earlier, Ark, I know in the record books it says one win and one no contest. But let's be honest, we all saw DC get kicked in the face, knocked out, and cry on TV. He lost that fight. Jones, DC, three, does no, it does nothing for me, especially if it's going to be at light heavyweight. Not at all. I think Francis should get the winner of this fight either way. Um, and then we eventually we get to Jones versus Francis, hopefully. That's my thoughts on it. Um, I I actually think Stipe is going to win. I think he's going to knock out DC. Oh! I, think, I, I personally um, I personally feel like DC's not saying it, but I think he was ducking Stipe's rematch. Um, and I think Stipe's coming back like that guy. Uh, I, I see both because I was watching the countdown and seeing what they were saying about each other. I yeah. see both point of view. Um, Cipe sure got the rematch, but when he didn't, he should have took another fight. But the fact that this guy like has been waiting um, like a whole year for that rematch, I think he's been preparing for this. Um, I think he delivers. I also think uh, I think Francis needs a, uh, another rematch against Cipe. I think John Jones is getting the winner of this heavyweight championship fight. I really do. Uh. Um, and I don't know, who, like, because I think they really want to do that DC uh, Jones fight part three. I agree with you. I don't need to see it again. Maybe, maybe at heavyweight DC could write a different story on the fight. 
but I just don't see it going that way. Um, Jones just has his number, and that's that, you know. Um, the only way I want to see DC uh, Jones 3 is if DC knocks out Stipe in devastating fashion. Do I think that? He did that, like, he did, okay. he did that last time, though. <laughs> yeah, again. He has to do it again. Karina, oh, Karina oh, wants to see okay, what he has to do. He has to do it again. Gotcha, gotcha. He has to do it again. It, it would be, it'd be more impressive. Like I would, I would sign up to see DC Jones Part Three if, um, like DC knocked out Francis. If he somehow knocked out Francis, then I'd be like, okay, cool, sign me up for Jones DC Three. <laughs> I think Francis needs to wait till DC retires because I don't think that unless Francis catches DC, DC is going to take him down and you know, ground a pound for the victory, but. I just want to, to MMA gods, if you're listening to this podcast, please let us get Francis Ngannou versus John Jones, please. As a, hey. as a avid John Jones hater, I deserve to see John Jones get knocked the fuck out. That's all I'm going <laughs> to say. To me, if the MMA gods were good, they would have gave us Brock versus DC. <laughs> that, that's just my personal feelings on it. <laughs> Absolutely. And they would have had uh, Connor knock out Khabib for us. <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so but i mean um I, i'm honestly though, i'm very very excited for the uh for the fights on saturday man i think it's going to be i think it's gonna be a great card um like i said I, if steve a hey, jordan if your prediction's right steve knocks out dc i'll absolutely love it you could be right though i, I haven't seen the interviews it's kind of strange to me because like dc's coming off like it's kind of like he's kind of off kind of like kind of smug and like arrogant and a lot of like the open workouts and like the way he's like talking and this and that. And I'm like, man, this guy's always preaching like, Oh, John Jones, a piece of shit and this and that he he's so fake and he's arrogant. But I'm like, yo, DC, like you're kind of doing the same thing right now, man. Like, what are you talking about? So I don't know. I, I, that, that's still going to be a good fight either way. I, I, if Stipe does knock him out, I'll be still hype. Um, but it's it's going to be a fun night, man. This is going to be an exciting, exciting card. Now we say that it's going to be terribly low watch. <laughs> yeah, all, all decisions. decisions. All, all decisions. <laughs> well, I, hey, I have no problem if it's all decisions and there are good fights, though. Yeah, yeah. If it's like okay. If it's like back and forth and it's a lot of like action packed, I have no problem with it. Now, if it's like Francis versus Derek Lewis was last year, mm. okay, now <laughs> we have a problem. Yally wally. <laughs> so... But I look forward to it, man. Weigh-ins tomorrow and then fight night uh, Saturday night. Please, God. Paul Acosta and Yo Romero make weight, dude. Please, please. Let the let and that they, and they, wear and, off, baby. And they, yeah, and they pass the pre-fight drug test. And hopefully Nate doesn't get popped for weed. <laughs> you know that's coming. Like, that's the, coming. The, that's the, coming. You know what's going to happen? He's going to uh, do the fight, and they're not going to give the results until after a fight, and he's going to be suspended for like two years because of marijuana. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what they'll do. They'll do some crap like that. And then, and then, like, two years from now, we'll be having Connor versus Nate in retirement fight. Because <laughs> neither, neither, one, neither one can stay out of trouble. Hey, you know I'm going to pay money to see that fight. Five oh, years no. from now, oh, regar- one of them can swing. Regardless, I'm going to watch uh, – I mean, when Connor fights uh, – if Connor fights Nate again, regardless, that's going to be a great those, – those first two fights were amazing, and that buildup was great, man. Yeah. Like that regardless is going to be fun. I saw Dana did say that the winner of this fight or he was saying Connor's outcome is off of the his next fight's off the outcome of this fight and then Khabib and Poirier. I don't see him rematching Khabib right away though. No. I think what he Dana shouldn't do it if he wants to win. Yeah. If Nate wins, I think Connor gets Nate. But if Nate loses, which is crazy to say it this way, but I think if Nate loses, 
We're gonna do Khabib versus Connor Part Two right away. Oh, just, oh, just to get the get the money in the big in the big fight. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't like that, man. I think that's that's I, promoter promoter Dana. <laughs> that's not, bro. That's not. That's not good for Connor, dude. That's not Connor good for Connor, not... and also, I, I, I'm actually starting to feel really bad for Tony Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, dude, he was—he won the interim title. He was promised title shot after title shot, never got it, and still is taking fights, bro, against Pettis and Cowboy Cerrone, who are two fucking legit fighters, bro. And he's like going in there and putting his like title shot and and winning streak on the line, man. And it's like, dude, he's like getting messed over. Like, I don't know, like. I, I don't. I don't want to see Conor versus Khabib too right away. I'd rather have Conor fight somebody else, get a win, and then have Khabib fight Ferguson. And if he wins that, then you book the fight for next year. You know, right, bro? Because what's dude? We can't have <laughs> if Conor like loses again. Like, bro, I think his like superstar marketing is and his draw is over, man. And then. WWE. Yeah, baby. He's working tag matches. He's working him and uh him him and um him and Becky versus uh Triple H and Stephanie. Yeah. Let's let's book Dude. that shit. No, him and no, him and um no, him and uh Becky versus uh Rhonda and Seth. Let's do it. Oh, Look, yeah, how about go. how about that drama? How about they get the match we all want to see? Uh Conor McGregor versus Brock Lesnar, WWE. Hell oh yeah. god, dude! Colby, Col- <laughs> Colby Covington, special enforcer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, bring uh, Ken Shamrock back, you know, just for uh, all time's sake. Oh no, he might. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we'll see. We'll uh, we'll only see what happens. The fights are going to be uh, they're going to be epic this week. I'll be watching, man. Yeah, it's going to be good. Sure. Hell yeah, hell yeah! All right, well, um, it's been a great night. Uh, it was fun talking about this, man. Yeah, love it. Best day of the week, baby, Thursdays. Best day of the week. All the mother lovers out there, give us a listen tomorrow and give us a like, give us a shout out and some good feedback. Uh, I like to see a lot of the interactions during like the SummerSlam uh, predictions and stuff. That was great on uh, the Instagram page. So keep it up, man. We got some good stuff coming your way. We got a little, uh, we got a giveaway coming soon. Don't we, Jordan? Wink, wink. That's right. That's right. I'll be announcing it soon on our uh, Instagram page. Uh, Be on the lookout for it. Absolutely. Look out for it, people. Look out for it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a uh, yowie wowie. <laughs> All right. Well, my watch is ended for the night, boys. And uh, I'll talk to you on the other side, man. Right. Yowie wowie. My watch is ended. <laughs> Later. Later.